This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is a download from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, log on to the BBC Asian Network website. Rajan Pablo. It's the Rajan Pablo Show. This is our download. How are you guys? It's been a bollytastic, wonderful show. Now, the show has been jam-packed with loads of Bollywood stars and, of course, Salila Jaria, who gives us all the goss from Mumbai. Now, the big, big blockbuster of the year is ABCD2, and we not have one, but two stars from the movie. We speak to Lauren Gottlieb about her dance moves and the superstar in the making, Shraddha Kapoor, what she said about about dancing and being filmed in 3D. We were over the moon when our mate Adnan Sami joined us from Mumbai and this is what he had to say about Salman Khan asking him to join Bajrang Bhaijan not only for a song but also for a star appearance. Hey Adnan, it's Rajan Pablo. How are you? Hi, I know you guys. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> Firstly, uh, let's talk about how this um, all happened because um, it's not the first time Salman's... Uh, you've kind of sung for a Salman Khan movie or for him. Uh, how did this one come around your way? Uh, well, uh, it, it was uh, it was a little unexpected because, um, uh, you know, I, I got a call from uh, Salman and, uh, you know, he, uh, he was calling me from Kashmir where he was shooting. And uh, he he said, uh, you know, bro, there's this song. Actually, you know, it's not a song. It's the Kawali. And I would really love for you to sing it. And I sort of paused for a moment. And I said, uh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, you do realize I've never done a Kawali before. So he said, yes, that's exactly why I think that you should do it. And I think you'll sound very different. And it'll be a very different... Um, uh, uh, thing for you and it'll be a very different rendition of a Kavali. So that that excited me, uh, you know, that, that, that thought, that, that challenge and, and, and of course not to speak of the fact that, you know, as an artist you sometimes want to get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and, and experiment and try, uh, try new things to try and see uh, where else you can explore your creativity. And so um, I'm glad that, you know, uh, he sort of provoked that in me. And um, uh, so there, there I was. I, I then decided to take it on. I've never. I mean, there were a couple of firsts here. I mean, uh, uh, number one, I've not done a kawali before. It's the first time. Mm. Secondly, I've never sung in that pitch before. Mm. I mean, it's a really high pitch. Um, I've never sung that. Um, uh, with normally kawals and you know, uh, they, they sing at a very high, higher pitch. Um, uh, I've, I've never done that. So that was again a wonderful new, and I was like, "Whoa, I can hit that!" <laughs> but were you were you like, "Let me listen to some koalis, Let me start practicing." You know, did you have Nusrat Ji out? Did you have your CDs of Rahat Fateh Ali Khan? No, not really. No, because because the thing is that I mean, I've been I've been listening to koalis since I was a kid. So um, it's not as if I'm like, "Whoa, what's that?" Um, uh, I've been listening to Kavali's ever since I can remember. And so I was very familiar with the genre of Kavali, having listened uh, to so many different Kavals, um, you know. Uh, but uh, the ho- whole idea was, that, all right, I'm not being asked to do a Kavali to sound like anybody. Mm. I'm being asked because of the fact that they, they don't want... Um, let's say uh, uh, a seasoned kaval to sing it. Mm. 
So how am I going to approach it um, uh, as opposed to sort of, um, you know, emulating somebody? I have to I have to find my own comfort zone. I have to find my own space uh, and my own um, rendition and my own interpretation of, uh, of the Kavali. And uh, this is a very traditional old old Kavali, right. uh, which has been sort of refreshed, uh, you know. And um, so, you know, I uh, I approached it uh, in 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 a manner in which uh, I didn't want to emulate anybody. And then, of course, while I was sort of figuring that out, uh, Salman sort of threw another clanger on me, indeed, which was which was I'd really like to picturize it on you. What? And, and How I'm did like, you? Hang on a second. Uh, hang on a second. I'm like uh, trying to digest the first one. You know, you're you're throwing the other one on me. Uh, uh, so, because I've never, I mean, I've sung so many songs for uh, for, for films, but I've never uh, I've never uh, appeared uh, uh, in in any of the uh, of the songs, which which many times a lot of singers get asked to uh, make a special appearance mm. in the film uh, for for a particular song that they may have sung. I've been asked many times. I've just never done it for whatever reasons. But uh, uh, when when he asked me to do it, um, it was something that, you know, we go back such a long way. Um, I'm very close to the family, close to him, uh, Uncle Salim, that, you know, there was just no way that I could say no to him. Um, so it was an instant, uh, okay, and, sure. And you shot this in Kashmir. Where did you shoot it? It was in the Dargah there. Yeah, it was. Uh, we shot it uh, uh, in a beautiful uh, uh, location in Kashmir, which is about uh, in a place uh, just off uh, Pahalgam, and and it's an actual darga uh, in the most phenomenal location, uh, you know, with uh, which which is breathtaking, and um, in fact, they never allow uh, uh, they never allowed cameras uh, to ever shoot there before. And uh, this was the first time that they allowed cameras to come in and allow us to shoot the Kavali there. And, um, you know, I mean, it, the atmosphere was so, you know, uh, so spiritual. It was just, it was actually so emotional. The whole atmosphere was so emotional that, uh, you know, I mean, you didn't even have to act. I mean, it was just coming mm. out naturally. You know, it was an amazing uh, it, was a, it was a real spiritual experience. Well, we uh, look forward to watching it on the big screen. Um, and uh, so what else can we look forward to? Because it's been a while since we've um, heard from you with, um, you know, because usually uh, you're on our screens with an actress in your videos. Can we expect a bit more of that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now wait a minute. Uh, who are you waiting for? The actress or me? Um, both. A bit of both. You're a hero, Bangela. Oh, yeah, Turkey. No, uh, you know, uh, I've actually been. Um, I'm working on on my next project, which is which is a film uh, in which I'm gonna uh, in which I'm acting. So, um, so that is what I'm going to be. Uh, that's what I'm concentrating on at the moment, um, and so we're just finalizing the script, and we'll be going on the floors very soon. And of course, there's lots of music in it, and um, there's uh, you know it's, it's going to be a new, uh, a complete new kind of a. Mm. Avatar for me. So, so and um, and obviously there'll be an actress in that as well. Um, so, <laughs> if you need two it's clowns, film. <laughs> if you need two clowns, Rajan Padler will available.
Adnan Sami there telling us about his experience with Salman Khan. Now, ABCD2 has been a huge hit, and we caught up with one of the big stars of the movie, Shraddha Kapoor. Hi, Shraddha. Welcome to the Raj and Pablo show on the BBC Asia Network. Now, tell us about the character of Vinny, the hip hop star. So, um, I play Vinny, who is, uh, you know, she's been passionate about dancing since forever, and she's part of this group, uh, the Mumbai Stunners. And they, they, they form their group uh, pretty much from where they come, which is from Nala Sopara. And um, so, her, along with, um, you know, Raghav, Suresh, uh, all these bunch of boys, they all have Vernon, they all have this group. And she's a hairstylist by profession, but she's she's a passionate dancer. And I don't know if, you, uh, if you've seen the film yet, but uh, all of us are so passionate in the film about dancing and, you know, taking our dance troupe to uh, Vegas for the competition. So, yeah. Darling, your character's absolutely passionate about hip-hop dance in the movie. Is that your own personal favourite dance style? You know, my character, Vinny, she loves, she loves doing hip-hop, b-boying, touching, crumping, lyrical hip-hop. But my personal favourite, you know, after this ABCD2 experience, it's so hard to choose, like, one particular style because I got to know all of these styles and, you know, with all these terrific dancers. So, But, I mean, I, I guess I'm a little biased towards lyrical hip-hop, which, which Varun and I did in Sun Satya. So that's, that's, that's fine. Was it difficult to learn all the steps? Uh, must have been some gruelling training. Well, it was very tough for all of us, not just me, not just Varun. All the other dancers, uh, Dharmesh, Sushant, Raghav, Lauren. Um, Darling, you must have been exhausted. Were you rehearsing every day? We were rehearsing for hours on end. And we just, um, you know... I think all of us were so excited about all the songs and all of the dance routines. And yeah, we rehearsed for quite a few months before we actually started shooting. And in the bargain, like, my physicality changed and so did Varun's. And we ended up looking a lot cleaner um, and, you know, closer to what the dancer's physique would also be. And what about your diet? Did you have to change it um, and eat a lot more healthier? Well, you know, I have a problem which is food. I can't con- control my food habits, but uh, during the prep of ABCD2, um, I had no choice. So I had to get all the junk food out of my routine. <laughs> but uh, it was, that was really, really challenging. But yeah, no, um, Remusa wanted us to look very lean, so I had to do that. I had to curb the junk food cravings and you know, or try to have as much as protein as possible. Do you know one of the things about us? We love our junk food too. What's your guilty pleasure? And what can't you resist? Food-wise, that is. The deep pleasure food-wise will be all the Indian junk food. Sev puri, bhel puri, pani puri. Then I, I, I'm a big fan of fried chicken, uh, burgers, sweets. I have a massive sweet tooth. Um... And, yeah, all all kinds of food, yeah. In the film, your character, Vinny, is best friends with uh, Suresh, played by Varun Dhawan, and they, um, both your characters have been friends since childhood. Now, are you still in touch with your childhood friends? You know, um, my I feel like 
sometimes I wonder I'm like how am I still friends with my childhood friends or still my best friends because sometimes you end up like losing touch or whatever um but yeah like I have this group of girls we call the fantastic four because it's the four of us and we went to school together and so yeah I mean um like my oldest friends have been my childhood friends and they're still my friends and um you know they they have nothing to do with the film industry uh they all like you know one of them is a lawyer the other one is studying aviation in um in america the other one is just recently married so it's like from everybody is doing everything else but film even in the movie your character grows up wanting to be a dancer and she's absolutely obsessed what were you obsessed with did you always want to be an actress or was there anything else you wanted to do oh yeah i i the only thing that i've ever wanted to do was act and you know of course um you know when people tell you oh you are an actor's daughter so you will always you will grow up and act but then that rebellion would kick in and I'd be like oh no I want to be a doctor I want to be a counselor I love psychology maybe I want to study psychology so with deep down I always always wanted to act and now that I'm doing it it's like a childhood dream it's not like actually it is a childhood dream come Now of course Disney co-produced this film. Have you always been a Disney fan? Um does it have that real princess fantasy element? I have been a Disney fan. Um I've been a Cinderella fan and it's kind of cool I get to be a part of a Disney film. Right, okay, it's in 3D. Was it nerve-wracking knowing that the audience will see every move and every part of your body up close? Oh yeah, um like the 3D medium it just popped everything out of the screen so you can see everything a lot more clearly and your moves are like defined so yeah i mean but it's it's cool i'm so happy with my first 3d film and and the kids were loving the 3d effect it was really awesome to see them laughing in the theaters and you know enjoying some of the sequences shraddha always a pleasure thank you very very much take care bye bye thank you so much The wonderful Shraddha Kapoor there. Now there's another star from the movie. It is the wonderful Miss American Girl, Lauren Gottlieb, who's making waves in India. Firstly, welcome to the Raj and Pablo show here on the BBC Asia Network. These are very exciting times for you, aren't they? Ah, uh, yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, and it's super exciting. You know, this is. Um, It's been a whirlwind of a couple months. You know, I've had two films come out 3 weeks apart and another big project coming up. So, yeah, I'm definitely on cloud 9090. I don't even know what number. I <laughs> uh, definitely deserve it. ABCD2 has been the biggest hit of the year. How are you feeling? Um, I would, you know, hate to come across uh, a certain way by saying I expected it. But I'm such a fan of this franchise. I'm so happy to be a part of the franchise. And it's just a fabulous film on dance and I especially in Bollywood everyone loves dance. So I'm so happy that it has been so well respected. Uh just like when I was here uh filming the first ABCD, I took one step on set and I called all my managers back home in the US uh cuz I was still living there mm. and I said, "Guys, this is a huge film." Uh so I knew back then that it was going to be a hit and ABCD2 I mean it was just so much bigger and better than the first one. So um, 
I'm and, very happy with its success. And also, Lauren, I mean, if you think, how did this transition um, happen into Bollywood? I mean, there's Jalik Deklaja, and then, of course, um, ABCD um, and ABCD2, and you've been on Comedy Nights with Couple, and you're at the IFRA Awards. How did this happen? Actually, ABCD1 came first, uh, and it's extremely ironic how it happened. I was living my life, you know, going about my day and my career back in the U.S., and um, I one day got an email, not even day, it was like four in the morning. I got an email from UTV Motion Pictures. It was talking about Ramal D'Souza, Prabhu Deva, the Michael Jackson of India, and all these things that I, I didn't know about. Hmm. You know, I was living a completely different life on the other side of the world. Uh, I did some research and I realized that this was a real, legit, you know, movie offer. And I just right then and there had this deep gut feeling that I had to go. I woke up my parents in the middle of the night. I told them I'm going to India. Uh, they were shocked and half asleep and pretty much slapped me and said, go back to bed. Um, but I knew I had to come. Uh, when I was here, it just felt right. And any time I tried to go back home, I just kept getting sucked back, sucked mm. back. And that's actually when... Um, Jalak came up and, you know, I was on So You Think You Can Dance growing up and I realized that it's a great way to get exposure and it, it did just that. So, you know, I've been very grateful to get more offers since then and ABC2 being a very big one. Darling, so how does an all-American girl from Scottsdale, Arizona <laughs> get to Bombay? What are the differences? What are the magics? What do you love? Um, you know, it is so different from Scottsdale, Arizona. I do love where I come from. I love the beautiful blue sky and everything so clean and, you know, very like model town like, very put together. And India, especially Mumbai, is a complete 180. You know, there's uh, the, no one ever sleeps. I keep hearing the auto rickshaws buzzing even through the middle of the night. Uh, the town is just always buzzing. So it's a completely different um, environment to be in. And it was a very tough transition. And I just thank God I had the right people and the right friends to really help me through. And, you know, I really just got the support of, of the country after Chelak. Um, so I, I felt like even though I'm so far away from my family and my roots, I have so much support here in this country that I always feel like everyone's, you know, arms are around me. It feels very safe. Uh, talking about support, um, Jalak, massive exposure, um, as is uh, ABCD2. Uh, have you kind of cemented your feet in Bollywood now? Have you got kind of really cool Bollywood stars who are mates? Are directors knocking on your door? You know, actually, you, you had mentioned Aifa earlier, and Aifa was a really um, nice transition that I made because... You know, up until now, I don't really think the Bollywood producers and directors had been seeing me. Hmm. You know, ABCD1 was marketed in, in such a way where it was a non-star cast. Um, so it wasn't necessarily a launch platform that I got. And Chalak, I really don't think that the producers and directors are watching the show. So this was my first time really being out there, really being seen. Um, and even at IFA... Uh, something interesting happened where I'm in the middle of my performance. Indeed. And we, we know, we, we were watching. We, we were watching. We were backstage. <laughs> you were there? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. It was the most insane thing. So, um, you know, it was a blessing in disguise. And I just had a blast with it. I mean, I, I, I remember laughing on stage and I just took it very lightly. Uh, I think everyone backstage was really terrified when I was walking off that they were thinking I was going to abuse them. And I was just laughing. It was the funniest thing. So 
um, you know, even the music guy, the the one that made the, the error, he came up to me like, "I'm oh, sorry," and I'm like, "No, you have no idea what you just did for no, me." But like, Lauren, we we also we also Watch saw it. how the stars came out in support for you when that incident happened on the stage, especially Shraddha Kapoor, who's in ABCD2 with you. Huh. I mean, more so than Shraddha, like uh, Anil Kapoor, one of my wow. idols, okay. uh, was coming up to me saying, what did you just do? And all of a sudden, like, everyone is your fan. And, and like, you know, Raj Nayak, the CEO of Colors, is coming up to me saying, you know, if you would have just danced good, everyone would have clapped and said, oh, what a great dancer. But you showed your true character on stage. And it was, it was honestly a gift to have that mess up happen. And so, like, you know, after, as a result of that, you know, um, are more producers and directors suddenly, like, you know, you're an unknown trooper now that you will carry on. Has that given you more credibility? <laughs> um, credibility, I think, with every job that I've come out with, I think you're seeing me grow and evolve and, um, you know, grabbing on and grasping onto the culture a little bit more and more. So I, I think I have, you know, garnered some fans and, um, you know, and credibility by really sticking in there and really just putting my 150% in. You know, I don't do anything, you know, half-ass, or I don't know if I could say that on your show, but I, <laughs> I go full out for everything. Uh, so, yeah, I have gotten a lot of support, and it just makes me want to keep going. Um, and, Lauren, in, in terms of the dancing, um, culturally, it's very different, of course. Uh, sometimes a lot of the moves are, um, they go with the vocal or whatever, you know, is being sung about. Um, have you found that difference, or are you still going on the five, six, seven, eight premise? No, see, I have to, especially now that I've been starting to choreograph things, um, like ABCD2, my entry song, the mm. tattoo song, I had choreographed it. And it's, it's very difficult because I can't just start right away. Like, there's so much back work and so much homework I have to do. I have to translate the lyrics. I really need some support. I need a team around me to really, uh, you know, tell me those nuances and things. And then I can get started on, on dancing to it. So, yeah, the lip-syncing and uh, the culture in the in the Hindi lyrics, it definitely is different. And my biggest fear is I never wanted to be a girl from the West trying mm. to do the Indian dance styles. I never wanted to see that Western girl in the dance. Uh, so I'm very prideful on making sure that I rehearse and do it just like any other true Indian girl would do it. So have you learned Hindi now? Hindi, Tora Tora, I'm learning. It's... Uh, <laughs> Very difficult, but I'm actually at a place where I want it so bad, and I'm seeing, like, you know, all my hard work really, um, you know, showing some good payoff. So right now I have a Hindi tutor in the morning, uh -huh. and then I have a different Hindi tutor at night. So I'm doing two classes a day, and I'm really, really trying to grasp the language. Lauren, I'm going to go back to your past as well, right? You know, like you were in Glee, you were in Disaster Movie, Hannah Montana, but you also trot stars like Tom Cruise, Katie Holmes and Tobey Maguire, How to Dance. Is that true? Uh, it is but, true, but yeah. Um, You know, just I went on So You Think You Can Dance and I think that's where everyone got to know not just my capabilities, but my personality and whatnot. So um, a lot of casting directors and choreographers and everybody... Uh, was calling me in. I felt like I was doing everything that was dance, any glee mm. that would come up, any movie or TV show that had dance in it, I was doing it. 
So I just think I was out there so much, uh, and all the gods were with me, and uh, to be able to give Tom Cruise like one-on-one lessons wow. for over a month, you know, to be able to learn from him and have this amazing, talented person in front of me asking me for advice. I'm like, oh my god, what is happening? Is but, it is there anybody you know, is there anybody in Bollywood you'd like to get your hands on? Dance-wise. Uh, get my hands <laughs> I was going to say, what exactly are you talking about? Um, I think most of them, you know, uh, everyone is such a good dancer, but when I look at, like, Hrithik Russian, I drool mm. when I watch him dancing. And I just have dreams of uh, maybe one day choreographing Hrithik Russian and making him look different and do something that he's never done before. Like, that stuff really mm. gets me excited. Can you tell us what else you've got coming up? Um, is there anything in the pipeline? So actually, um, very exciting. Uh, I still am like pinching myself over this, but I'm going to be co-judging uh, the next season of Jalakta Club. Yes! Wow, that's, <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, they've had some big names on that. Uh, with Shahid Kapoor, yes. we believe. I'm with Shahid Kapoor. Yes! Uh, I'm with Karen Johar and Ganesh Hagari. It's going to be huge. You know, and this is just one big full circle for me. Um, you know, I feel like my name, Lauren, has become a household name because of this show. I give so much credit and thanks to this show. And to go from a contestant in season six to a challenger in season seven and now a judge in season eight, I am like over the moon. Well, Lauren, hats off to you. We need a big, big favour from you as well. When you meet Curran, right, say Raj and Pablo have said, do some dance moves, proper ones, because he needs some tips. Uh, I will. I'll make him video it. Right, done. (laughs) We've had a wonderful time, but let one man that we can't do without is, of course, Salila Charia, with all the latest shenanigans from the biggest film industry in the world. Hi, Salil. How are you doing? Perfect, perfect. It's not raining here, so I'm a lot better. How was your holiday? Did you get a tan? (laughs) Uh, Not really, because it was raining too much, but... Just to see the sea, I think it's fantastic in Goa. It's always fun. Uh, now, uh, let's talk a bit about Gangana. Now, is Abhushan Kumar's fighting back against Gangana um, with an explanation about I Love New Year? Yep, he's actually done something that we haven't seen earlier. So, uh, well, a number of people's email IDs were taken by that office. And they actually sent the entire letter that they filed in a, in a court of law. And which is fantastic because uh, nobody ever real, really knows the situation. And in that letter, they clearly stated that all the dues had been paid and it was by the consent of Kangana that they earlier agreed to release the film. Uh, he said, now just because Tannu has become a super hit, I can't stop the release of the movie. So even though Kangana had filed an injunction against Alev New Year, it is going ahead with release, which is why you never saw Sunny Deol actually even talking about the movie. Whether he liked it or not, it doesn't matter. The film was already made. And what Bhushan said was that I'd already sold the rights to the movie a long time ago. So if I'm cashing on an actor's success, that is for me to do. The actor cannot come out and say that I don't like the movie that I've shot and I've got paid for and you can't release it. So I think this is right and this is clear. And I like the way that they did this by sending that legal notice to each and every journalist that they knew. And so when will the release be now? Uh, well, it, it, now, it's not going to be the 3rd of July, as you as mm. we're aware of. Mm. Uh, it might be sometime in July, but uh, I'm sure they'll figure that bit out. But now it's definitely releasing, that's for sure. Initially, the injunction had been filed, so they had to sort of uh, stall the release a bit, but now it is releasing. Well, it'll be good to see Sunny Deal back on the screen, don't you think? Absolutely. In fact, I'm going to be meeting in a couple of days because he's celebrating 25 years of Gadar. Uh, I just want to see, you know, if he's getting back to his fit 
ways or not because apparently his food habits are still very bad. He has to take care of that. Oh. Now, what, what's been happening with the Queen of Soaps, Etta Kapoor? She's a wee bit scared because of Hamaria Dudi Kahani's failure. What's going on? See, she's uh, a little superstitious. Uh, as we all know, she consults a number of astrologers and all that. And she's got a film coming up with Imran Hashmi. And Imran's going through the worst run of his career. And that film is called Azar. And then, of course, uh, the film that is being made based on the book of Chetan Bhagat, that's being directed by Mohit Suri. So Ikta suddenly feeling that, you know, whatever she touches uh, becomes a little unlucky. And she's a little bit scared and uh, you know, worried about that. And that's why a little more work is going into the scripting of the new Chetan Bhagat film, which uh, Mohit is going to be directing. And in Azar too, they've uh, rethought and reworked the script a little bit so that it can be worked better for the audiences. Because at the end of the day, nobody wants another flop. And I don't think Imran Hashmi can afford another flop. Mohit still can. Mm. Uh, afford a film that doesn't do so well, but I think this will be the end of uh, Imran's career if this one doesn't take off. Mm. Um, now, something quite exciting. Um, we all like a bit of a party, but Salman Khan, he's been throwing, what, a lusty and kebab party? It's really fantastic. You know, so last week he called a number of my friends who are journals, and they were called to Nitin Desai Studios, ND Studios, which is in Karjat. Uh, it's the same studio where Goldman and all were shot. So it's uh-huh. a lovely place. And whenever Salman calls everyone, he's always in a good mood. Now, the, the reason for the good mood is A, because he likes the film. B, his own company is producing the film, so he's going to be in a better mood for everyone. <laughs> he threw a lassi and kebab party for the journals over there, you know. And uh, there were vegetable kebabs as well for the ones who were vegetarian. And so the mood was already very nice. And then, of course, he gave his one-on-one interviews. But uh, we're seeing a very chilled out, very relaxed Salman Khan after his hearing. I think he's accepted a number of things and, you know, he's realized that he's a film star is going to be plagued with a few uh, legal problems until they're solved. Might as well show his best foot forward and everyone is very happy. And might I add, it was mango lassi made in Salman's farm in Panvel. Ooh, Ooh, that sounds very tasty. Right, when we come to Bombay, we want to go to a lassi and kebab party with you, all right? 100% 100% I'll call up Salman and say just for Rajin Pablo. Done. Let's think about Now, it's been called India's version of American Pie. What has gone wrong with Sunny Leone's and Milap Zaveri's Mastu Zade? Masti Zade is two and a half hours long. But after the censor has, uh, you know, sort of given their versions of the cuts, only 27 or 28 minutes of the film is left. Oh, no. So, obviously, the film cannot release. And that's why the tribunal is refusing to certify the film. So, you know, Milab Zaveri is now toying with the idea of releasing the film online because they've made the whole film, but it cannot release in Indian cinema. It's not about the objectionable scenes. Apparently, every dialogue is a double-meaning dialogue and a pun. And nobody's agreeing to certify the film. I and mean, no film can release in India without a certification.